Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host, Baylor, joined today by my co-host, Connor. And today we have an NFL episode talking about Week 9. Uh, started out with the Eagles at the Texans. Uh, Eagles won 29-17. Um, they are now 8-0. That's pretty impressive. Again, not the hardest of schedules, but they are... Game went about as you expected. Yeah, uh, Texans kept it a little closer than I thought for longer than I thought, but definitely opposite ends of the NFL spectrum. The Chargers and the Falcons played at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, the Chargers hung on and won 20 to 17. Looked a little rough as time expired. That that a kicker was has played in two NFL games this season and has game-winning kicks in both games. Just as a little fun little factoid. But the Falcons ran the ball really well. I don't think we are shocked by that. The Chargers defense can't stop anybody from running all over them, struggling to tackle, and just more and more injuries are destroying the Chargers. The Chargers were definitely... They were missing... uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen on top of their numerous defensive injuries exactly Uh, Dolphins and the Bears uh, high scoring high scoring really high scoring I didn't expect uh, the Bears to be able to put up so many points I know that the Dolphins defense is unable to stop anybody but I did not expect Justin Fields to be able to run around like that I've been really impressed with the Bears offense over the last three weeks it feels like they're really starting to understand what they need to do to put Justin Fields in positions to succeed and they're doing it and the kid's fantastic athlete just a playmaker so we'll see if he can improve into an all-around quarterback but I've been very happy with the last three weeks I've seen from the Bears the Panthers got smacked by the Bengals uh, the Bengal uh... highlight Joe Mixon had five touchdowns yeah and I will say Joe Burrow, uh, 22 for 28. That's some pretty solid accuracy. He, he didn't need to do anything. I know he didn't need to do anything, but the fact that he, when he didn't, he wasn't asked to throw the ball 30, 40 times. He just took care of the ball, played it safe, um, and let his running back just go to town. The Bengals had more total points than the Panthers had yards in the first half. That's insane. And then Packers-Lions. I'm over the Packers, dude. Yeah, I've given up on the Packers. Uh, They're terrible bottom feeder of this league right now. I can say with certainty that Aaron Rodgers is not performing like a good quarterback this season. Absolutely. It's It's no longer... first time I've ever been able to say that in my life. It's no longer always struggling a rough game, rough couple games. No, no, no. This season... Aaron Rodgers is not a good quarterback. Just crazy to think about. Oh, yeah. Three red zone interceptions. Never would have expected from Rodgers. Colts uh, visited the Patriots and got absolutely slapped and then fired their head coach and then hired uh, Jeff Saturday. Yeah, weird week. Yeah, weird, weird one weird for the Colts. Weird for them. Patriots handled business exactly what they should have done. Well done. The Bills surprisingly upset what we thought to be the best team in the league going into this week. Flip that. Jets upset. Oh, sorry. The Jets upset the Bills. 
Um, biggest takeaway for me is it's two weeks in a row. Jo- Josh Allen's thrown multiple interceptions. Can't be happening, especially against the better teams in this league. It's really tough to win that way. He's also got an elbow injury that's worth monitoring. So we'll see if uh, that becomes a bigger deal. But the interception's gotta gotta get cut down. Yeah, he took responsibility for that. He's like, when you when your team's quarterback plays like <laughs> plays like that, you're gonna lose the game. And he fully took responsibility because I mean, I think it was the first time all year we've seen Josh Allen just make stupid decisions. Yeah, and this Jets defense is legit, but it is absolutely. And Bills should have comfortably handled this game the vikings uh found a way to win again against the commanders uh, so the, 20 to 17 the vikings games have been numbers wise pretty close but for the most part i felt like they're pretty secured in their wins they did need some late drives here to do it and the last second field goal to win yeah but a lot of Washington's all like basically threw a Hail Mary for one of the touchdowns. And yeah, I don't know. Washington's not great, but Vikings just finding ways to win. Justin Jefferson destroying records right now. Yeah, the dude's an animal. He just does not stop. I think he's probably the best receiver in the league right now. It's very hard to argue that. I don't I, don't, I can't think of someone I'd put above him at the moment. And I mean, having no Cooper Cup, having I know he talent wise, I don't know, Um, you know, without because you got to look at honestly, I think Matt Stafford is a more talented quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Raw talent, I'd say, like, I'd say say speed, acceleration, like the physical bits of the game. Justin Jefferson is more physically gifted than, yeah. Uh, cup. So I think I think, I think, I think Justin it's, Jefferson is more talented, and because of the Rams' struggles this year, um, I think right now, heading into Week Ten, I think it's I, I can't put anybody above him for best receiver. He's insane. He's really good, and he's only getting better. All right. So the Raiders lost to the Jaguars. I'm also home. also over the Raiders. Also over the Raiders. Uh, the amount of 17 point leads that they have blown this year alone I, I don't think McDaniels, is more wins than they have I don't think McDaniels is making it through the season you don't think he's making it through the season or to next season through the season uh, there's no reason if, to if they continue right to now. if they continue to blow leads like this I, I think they will whether you think there's reason to or not I think they'll get rid of him maybe I've never thought he was a great coach never liked him but I don't know if I'd go as far to firing him in your first season as the head coach. But this isn't his first season as a head coach. With the Raiders, it is. With the Raiders, and the first it time is. in 10 years. So yeah, The dude's a train obviously wreck as some, a coach. Yeah, well, that, that's separate. There's nothing I've seen that is like, oh, he's learned. No. He took a team that was a playoff team while they lost their head coach unexpectedly midseason had a whole bunch of, like, I mean, last year they had the, wasn't last year when they had? Henry Ruggs, yeah. Yep, Henry Ruggs go to jail. And they made the playoffs, and then they did nothing but add talent to their team, and here they are. And somehow they can't put it together. That first half from them was unbelievably amazing, and they blew it. 
just blew it. All right, so it's definitely can no longer ignore the Seahawks. We haven't been ignoring them the last few weeks, but now they, they deserve to be talked about for real. Um, Geno Smith. I liked Geno Smith way back in the day with the Jets. I, I didn't. just think he had a lot of issues that he was very immature back then yeah. to start, and he didn't have a lot of talent around him. He didn't have good coaching around him. And he spent a lot of time in this league now watching and learning behind a lot of really good quarterbacks, probably picked up what he can do from other quarterbacks and is putting it together. He's got a very solid head coach in Pete Carroll right now with a scheme that works to his abilities and a defense that is very, it's very good. It's very good. They had a rough start of the season. And the thing is, you're looking at that, they also, the Seahawks, their rookie draft class is insane, and they're playing. They're all playing, and they're playing well. They have, I think it's in in around seven legitimate contributing starters from this year's rookie class. And the running back, Kenneth Walker, is a rookie. And dude's making an argument for... I think he's Pro Bowl easy. He's, I don't know, making arguments for an all-pro spot in his few little bits. But Gino made a mistake. He threw a pick six and immediately bounced back. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest improvement you've seen from him. And I don't know, you like your quarterback with that little bit of composure. So a game that was probably circled at the start of the year is super interesting that come game time I was not super excited for and it delivered on my expectations of being a boring game Rams at Bucks Bucks pull it out 16 to 13 both of these teams have a lot to figure out Uh, lots of people saying they saw Brady come back alive on the last drive of the game but I'm like dude he looked good but the on that one drive drive in this whole season is not going to convince me that it's fixed and he's back this this was another ugly performance from the Buccaneers' offense. Yeah, that last drive was good, but the game itself was just awful. No execution offensively. The Bucks cannot run the football, and the Rams, quite frankly, can't do anything offensively other than one or two big plays to Cooper Cup again. That's it. That's all they got, and it's really sad. Um, our Sunday night game was the Chiefs and Tennessee and if you told me that the passing stat line would be um, Patrick Mahomes with 68 passing attempts 446 yards compared to Tennessee's uh, Malik Willis 5 for 1680 yards I would have said oh Tennessee lost maybe 7 or 10 to 40. This game went to overtime, tied at 17. Patrick Mahomes did it all himself. He had over 500 yards from scrimmage. He led the team in rushing with 6 carries, 63 yards, and a touchdown. 68 passing attempts for another passing touchdown. I mean, The timely touchdown. I mean, the timely runs from Patrick Mahomes. There was a lot of times where it felt like it was first and second down on a drive where they needed to put it up. And the receivers aren't getting open. They were dropping balls. They couldn't get the run game going at all. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And he just 
ran 14 yards 20 yards runs it in for a touchdown i'm just gonna do it is what he said in this game and he came out on top patrick mahomes carried this team to this win almost by himself this was almost exactly how tennessee would have drawn it up as well if if tennessee pregame what do you need to do to win they would have described what happened in this game limit to a couple field goals touchdown try to limit the touchdowns they're able to score no massive massive plays for kansas city this is exactly what tennessee would have wanted and they still lost albeit in arrowhead on sunday night so props to you for keeping it close and giving yourself a chance but it just there's levels there's levels the chiefs are on their own level it seems yeah and our final game of the night or of the week was monday night ravens at the saints uh this game could for me could have gone one of two ways either we get the saints team that can't do anything offensively and or we get the saints team that comes out of nowhere and is super explosive and with the Ravens being unable to hold on to a lead, I thought there was a chance that being in New Orleans, the Saints might have made this a ball game. Uh, however, we got the offenseless Saints last night, and the game went about as I expected. To be fair, if we the saw Ravens didn't look that much better offensively, especially in the first half. That first half felt like punt, four plays, punt, six plays, punt, three plays, punt. The Saints couldn't put anything together in that first half. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rough one, but... Ravens find ways to win. They do. They do. Well, and they also have found ways to lose, so I don't know. It's the mixed bag for me, them, for them. I know they're really talented. I think they're really good, and I think they can beat just about anyone in this league. But if they can't hold on to a lead, they're not going to be able to make it very far in the long, in the grand scheme. They're also very beat up, but most teams are at this point of the season so absolutely not an excuse all right well that's the full slate of nfl games from week nine we appreciate you listening all the way to the end of this episode and we'll catch you on the next one hello mile high hot takes fans this is your producer alex and i wanted to tell you about another show that i produce called deep dive It's a music plus talk show that guides you through some of the greatest albums of all time, and it's exclusively on Spotify. You'll be able to listen to an iconic album along with the story of the album in between the songs. Search for Deep Dive Albums or click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280hottakes. If you got feedback for us, send us an email at 5280hottakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Angelarca Productions. Oh, thank you.